This episode of Intentional Talk with Lisa Kay and Taylor is sponsored by Superior Abstract and Title in Plano, Texas. At Superior Abstract and Title, they don't claim to know more about deadlines than anyone else. What they do claim is the ability to provide you with the tools and services to meet them without the headache, stress, and hassle that often accompanies them. Shop Superior Abstract and Title. Hello, I'm Lisa Kay. And I'm Taylor Cole Longacre. And this is Intentional Intentional Talk. This is a show that cares and brings positives to the air. Today, we are blessed to be with Rob Altman II. He's a retired U.S. Army veteran. He served as an infantry officer, and he was deployed multiple times over his 25-year military career. He is a resident of Denton County, actually in Frisco. He's completed his leadership program in advanced security studies, and he is chairman of the Frisco Veterans Advisory Committee, a past chairman. We are excited to talk with you, Rob, and learn more about you. Major USA retired, Rob Altman. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Lisa. Yes, thank you for being here today. Absolutely, it's a privilege and an honor. I'm grateful. For us as well. Yeah, so when Lisa Kay invited you to come, she said, we are in a treat to to hear from you, and we're very much looking forward to it. Well, tell us a bit about your military career. So my story and my military career is much like that of most service members. I was a young person who, as I like to say, was late starting out of the gate. So I enlisted in service and then thankfully through the military and great mentors that saw something in me, I was able to go to college join an officer program, go to graduate school. And I have been very blessed by uh, the opportunities that the uh, service gave me. And over the career, I did several different things from communications to being an infantry officer to strategic studies. And I think that that informed me and, and shaped who I am as a person and certainly developed some of my passions. Wow, that's wonderful. Um, you know, what do you what do you see some of the biggest needs are from our communities today? Well, I think that the title of your show is a great need, intentional talk. And so I I told you earlier that I noticed that title and it made me excited because it was deliberate. I am very passionate about community service and I think that being intentional about loving people, serving people, and connecting with people and understanding what it is that they're passionate about is at the core of a successful community. Oh, you said it perfectly. I mean, that's even how I feel about Fellowship Power Lunch. It is about that connecting people. Right. You know, yeah, I'm kind of really stumped is. by that. Yeah, it really it's is beautifully I mean, said. There's a big need for a connection and connectivity amongst the veteran community, as right. well as with the private sector, with um, cities, with churches, arming themselves with the veteran community and showing support. Well, I think back to Lisa Kay's 
speaker at last year's uh, Veteran Power Lunch. And that gentleman's name was Brian Fleming. And Brian talked about resilience. And I thought about and I went right up to him after the his talk at the end of the program. I said, this is a huge blessing. As veterans, we are uniquely positioned to help our communities think through, learn about, and discuss resilience, especially with what we endured through the pandemic. Now, some people, it didn't hurt as much as it hurt others. And I think that's life in general. We each have different variables in our life, but resilience, I think that veterans understand just from when the drill sergeant is yelling at you or you're in an enduring a tough situation where something just happened overseas, you know how to persevere through tough times. Yes. And I think that that is a, a huge opportunity for us as veterans to share with you and say, hey, you know what, Lisa, you know what, Taylor, you had a rough day. Just take a deep breath, because whether you're informed by your faith, whether you're informed by your parents raised you so wonderfully or or whatever it was in life. Now you can talk to a veteran and they can share with you why they can get through a tough time. I think that's one opportunity we have to serve our community. Mm -hmm. There's a huge need for resilience training. And sadly, people are pretty offended nowadays and can't get through much and if we could learn from people who've gone through serious battles mm. yeah i think we could potentially yes. be much stronger well, I, that's why i loved your intentional talk title i think there are so many problems that we face and because of that hyper offensive nature that we live in right now which yeah. to be intentional i just think is ridiculous <laughs> because even if i don't see you from your experience, if I listen, I can get to the root problem of what it is that has hurt you or bothers you. And then if we identify that root cause together, then we can attack that root cause, just like a veteran would attack any mission, and figure out what do we need to do to make a solution. And guess what? I care about you. I see you. I hear you. Wherever you are, whatever the issue is, let's get this done. And I think if we could get past a lot of noise out there, we could Mm -hmm. do so much together for good. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a lot of bad noise out there. That's right. (laughs) You know, you remind me of last year um fellowship power lunch veterans appreciation the first year we launched we walked it out eight months and i know taylor's heard this so many times but it it's remarkable because last year i didn't know what that was going to look like because of covid and i waited till the last minute and then when i spoke to several veterans i did a zoom call and each one of them said if we have the courage to enlist and fight for our country, we don't care about COVID. And I launched it immediately. And so that's exactly what you're talking about. That's right, because as a veteran, I think one of the values, irrespective of your race, religion, or creed, is that we all come together day one and understand we have to accomplish something together. Yes. It's our mission. Mm-hmm. And Brian talked about that being yeah. one of the three things that you have to have to be resilient. You have to identify and 
and expressly label what your mission is. Yes, yeah, and certainly from Brian's standpoint, being the blown up guy, having <laughs> gone through all he's been through, yep. um, resilience, he's the model of resilience. Yeah. Now, we were talking about the partnering of our communities with right. the veterans community, Rob. Yeah. You're, you're past chairman of right. the Frisco Veterans Advisory Committee. Right. Tell us about your service there and, and what does that organization do? So I am so grateful to city leaders in Frisco, like Mayor Jeff Cheney and uh, Councilman John Keating, who gave me the opportunity to serve our veterans in Frisco. Mayor Mar Masso oh, started yes. the Frisco Veterans Advisory Committee mm -hmm. several years ago. And then when Mayor Jeff Cheney was elected, he said, I absolutely want you as an ad hoc committee to continue operating within the city, but I want you to do things. And so there was this idea that, okay, we're not going to exist just to exist, right? right. And so it was very exciting when I was approached and asked to take on the, the leadership because that was just exciting. I had a I had a, a mission which was, as I coined the phrase with Mayor Cheney, positive patriotic action. So I wanted to transform us from just you know valuing veterans and celebrating veterans and connecting veterans to the community and making that last piece a little bit bigger. Like when J.P. Hogan, a former past chairman, is involved in an effort that celebrates uh, our local students when they do go into the service. And so under that thinking, we wanted to say, hey, let's start thanking spouses. Let's start thanking families who oh, yeah. encourage their family members to serve our country oh, because yeah. it is more than just the service member. It is a community together. Uh, our local American Legion post in uh, Frisco is named after Peter J. Corsi, who was a Frisco resident who died in Afghanistan. His mom and her uh, uh husband every year they are the people behind the wreath across america at the national cemetery mm -hmm. in dfw so our community is impacted positively even through tearful stories mm -hmm. uh, to do good things based on our service to others that's great yeah wow wow um are there any ceremonies coming up celebrations coming up in the coming months absolutely so on may 4th the leadership frisco class 24 will do a fundraiser and celebration at verona villa in okay. frisco to bring awareness and celebrate the frisco veterans memorial rehabilitation or revitalization okay. we're giving it a refresh it's over 20 years old we're gonna put in a new battlefield cross which honors oh. our fallen service members mm. it'll be ready in time for Memorial Day, which is the more solemn holiday where we honor those that we've lost. Yeah. And then uh, it's just been such a great partnership amongst the community, people from, from corporations to individual people who care. We've come together with the Frisco Veterans Advisory Committee, the VFW, the Veterans of Foreign Wars, who just did the Vietnam Veterans Celebration, yes. is an amazing post. It really and was. everything yes. that they do there is, is fabulous. But Yes. We have several different groups working together to revitalize this memorial. And then uh, a gentleman you had on the show recently, Chuck Wright, yeah. has been spearheading the campaign 
campaign for the uh, Frisco Gold Star Family Monument. And that is a monument specifically dedicated to honor those who pay the ultimate sacrifice of their loved ones. Um, and that's going to be exciting because I believe that dedication is going to be on May 13th. Mm-hmm. So there's always something going on in the veteran space. And we like to say it's it is Frisco centered because it starts there, but it's also North Texas at large because yeah. in Dallas, Fort Worth, we have so many veterans. We really do. And it can be a model for the rest yeah. of the country. I think oh, people yeah. are watching us. I believe it. And that's right. Fellowship Power Lunch, our annual Veterans Appreciation. I see this transcending much beyond Denton and Collin County. And it County. should. <laughs> yes. And I'm glad, all I'm surrounding glad communities you, together. That's right. I'm glad you said that because when they started out, the narrative was be veteran friendly. Mm-hmm. But then again, Colonel J.P. Hogan is is pounding his fist on the desk with Mayor Cheney and Councilman Keating saying, no, we need to be veteran ready. And so, you know, there's no standard in the in the nation for what does that mean, veteran ready? You go to different communities and you see websites. Well, this person has this. We were somebody from Indianapolis, Indiana, reached out to us last year and said, well, what are y'all doing? Somehow, some way they found out about what we're doing in North Texas. And to your point, it is designed. Let's be a model. Let's share what we've learned, just like city governments do. Mm-hmm. City governments get together. Yeah. They have offsite visits. They tour each other's cities and they say, what are you doing great with your county or your municipality? And so we want to do that same thing for veterans and say, here's the model. How Here's how we do it. It may not work for you. You, but it's a way that you can get something done for good. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah. I'm excited. Bringing all communities <laughs> together. Yes. So how did you and I meet, Rob? Wasn't that long ago, was it? I can't remember if it was at a veteran event. I think I met you before your Veterans Appreciation Lunch. Okay. I'm trying to remember which event it was. And, you know, we used to joke and say that before COVID in Dallas, you could throw a rock and hit an event, you know, three different events on any one night. Yes, yes. (laughs) And so, honestly, Lisa, I can't remember. I just remember that someone introduced you. I don't know if it was Bill Wallace. and It could have been. You know what? I think it was. He invited you to one of my luncheons. That's right. And you came. That's right. Yeah. So, tell the audience. You first experienced our Veterans Appreciation this past 2020. What was your takeaway from that, your experience? Takeaway and or experience or both. Right, because he certainly remembers Brian Fleming, yeah. which we appreciate you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm the type of person that just gets excited about people doing great things. And I think something great should be every month for our veteran communities. Well, and and I like the idea of, hey, you served your country. You took an oath. You understood what it meant to swear an oath to the Constitution of the United States. Yes. Now let's get our backsides in gear at the local level, right? Mm-hmm. Let's let's take what we learned and what we got to be a part of and give back. And so I think that not only did the luncheon just touch me because you honored veterans, but it touched me because it was in the middle of the pandemic. Everybody's trying to figure out which end is up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever you feel about that, 
it, it was a trying time. It still is in many ways as we try to get through this. But as we said before, veterans know that we're going to get through this. And, yeah. and when you had Brian Stick talking together. about resilience, mm-hmm. I, I literally wanted to jump up out of my chair, holler, wave my arms and scream. Yes. What this guy is saying right here, right now, it's positive. This is what our country needs. This is what our state needs. This is what our community needs because we need positive patriotic action. Yeah. We can do good things in spite of tough times. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. So I was really fired up. Yeah. I can see. <laughs> I can like see. I was in, like I was in church wanting to go, amen. You know? <laughs> well, we are fixing to announce our November guest speaker. We're fixing. Real... Let's fix into where where right. is she from? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, I told Rob I got a new hair dryer. Yeah. Oh, a jar. <laughs> so awesome. Do you remember my Y'all story who last November? From Texas or Oklahoma? Yes. <laughs> so the morning of our Veterans Appreciation Lunch in 2020, I'm a Texas girl. I was ready to blow dry my hair and get it all fluffy and everything, and my blow dryer wouldn't work, and I started panicking. <laughs> and then I looked myself in the mirror and I just went, "You know what? I'm surrounding myself with veterans that have seen a lot worse than a Texas girl with wet hair." <laughs> And then guess what? When I finally calmed down, my blow dryer started to work again. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I love that story. That's a great story. I mean, if you're a Texas girl and your hair dryer isn't working, that's, that's, that's pretty a serious. crisis <laughs> moment yeah. right there. Well, but it was really sweet that you said that. And you said, if you guys can do this, then I can get through this, too. Absolutely. You did a, you did a great a job. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think Sheena Lawless, the commander of the VFW, mm-hmm. told John Keating one time, our councilman who's our sponsor, said these people have been through combat they can do they can do so much yes yes (laughs) make good employees good honorable employees so yeah yes well i'd love to hear about your family rob i have an amazing family i am truly blessed shelly christian altman is a texas girl herself and i love the 80s photos of the big hair because it was a thing (laughs) you know my 13 year old daughter abby said to shelly one day she said did you have a bad hair day and she said no that was a good hair day um, was that called glamour shots you know i can't remember if it was an olin mills or a glamour shot but it was great and it was the 80s and that's what we did. So Shelly is a wonderful lady. She has been with me for this year will be our 20th year of marriage. And we met and dated when I was in the service. She was doing an internship. Her dad was ready to get her back to Texas. He didn't realize that she was going to be dragging somebody extra along. I joke. People say, are you from Texas? I say, no, I got here as quick as I could. And I went to A&M twice. So I got my citizenship. Uh, All the Longhorn fans in the audience, I just want our game back. I know. Yes, I'm an Aggie. I have to tell you I went there. So in any event, and Shelly went to North Texas and TWU. She's a Texas girl. Her dad was an insurance agent in South Dallas for almost 50 years. And they just a wonderful family who welcomed me in, gave me a book, Born Again Texan. And I, mm-hmm. I was sold. This is where we came. And yeah. um, we have a son who's 15, Will. He is a just a passionate young man about history and his models. He loves art. My daughter is a rock star. I think that uh, she thinks she's going to be president one day. And I'm all about mm-hmm. her doing that because she is a passionate leader herself and we have great kiddos we're so blessed will goes to wakeland abby goes to cobb middle school we just 
We have a wonderful family. Oh, and, and a dog and two cats. Okay. <laughs> well, that's one of the things, though, that a supportive family is so important, especially mm-hmm. for that's our right. veterans and servicemen and women. And you're modeling that by having a supportive family. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you're a great encourager to them, too. Well, you know, I am always grateful. People say, thank you for your service. I say, it was my honor and you're worth it. But I also love bringing up the spouses and the family members. I, mm-hmm. uh, You know... Will was two years old. I was in Iraq. And Shelly tells me stories of him saying, pointing at men around the grocery store and say, oh, look, there's a daddy. Uh, mm-hmm. Because in his two-year-old mind, he was trying to process that he hadn't seen his dad in some months. Yeah. And I remember Sorry. coming home after a trip overseas when my little girl, she was three, and it, it just crushed me. She said, you're my daddy, right? And so you think about um, how families go through that. And I had yeah. I had service members, non-commissioned officers, NCOs. And you think about the ladies that go through the birth of a child and going through that, you know, those first six, eight, 12 weeks of having a brand new baby yeah. and their guy's not there to help them out. Yeah. And so if they don't have family around them, those are some tough ladies. Mm-hmm. So I am always very quick to say those spouses and those families are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, most yeah. definitely. Definitely. Well, you ready for some rapid fire? Yeah, we're going to have some fun. <laughs> You're not Let's necessarily ready. You don't know what we're going to ask you. I don't know you, what's but... coming, but we'll get through it together. <laughs> what's your favorite food? My favorite food. Mm. Before my wife, the dietitian, it would have been pizza. <laughs> uh, now, I guess I would just have to say grilled chicken and kale. Okay. Oh, that, that's the safe answer. Okay. <laughs> probably pizza. I know you've probably been to lots of different travel destinations, but what is your favorite right now? Ooh. I'll tell you two. I love Bavaria. I love Garmisch Partenkirchen in Germany, okay. where I did that security studies course. Yes. Beautiful place. My f- one of my favorite wow. tours, Samara, Iraq, was great. But uh, I would have to say that I really enjoyed being in Saudi Arabia for a year. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. And that is surprising to a lot yeah. of people, but a lot of great relationships there. Okay. About oh my relationships. goodness. Yeah. Another one. So one word that would describe you. Genuine. Okay. Like that. We believe that. Yeah. Yes, we do. We do. Well, Rob, is there anything else you'd like to share before we conclude? Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having a forum for positive and intentional talk. But one thing I want to share is that positive leadership, fighting for the right thing, believing in the right thing, doing the right thing is absolutely possible. And as long as I can, I will be seeking that out. I will be looking out to do what's right for our community. Wonderful. Well, we thank you for that. We thank you for our service for sure. Well, and your wife. We. It was our honor okay. and y'all are worth it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Wow. That's great. <laughs> well, thank you as well for joining us for Intentional Talk with Lisa Kay and Taylor. You can find our podcast anywhere you get your podcast and also on my channel on Pray.com and on the Awakened Podcast Network. And recently we added Life Network for Women. So you can find us on Tuesdays and Thursdays there and then go to the app and you can get this content anytime. Please continue to follow and support Fellowship Power Lunch. Stay Stay tuned and be ready for our annual Veterans Appreciation Event. And we just thank you for your support. Yes. Thank you for joining us.
<laughs> from TV with TLC.